Good morning, Kansas City and all the ships at sea. Four races remain in the battle for the Senate, but with Alaska choosing between two rhinos, whoever can win two of the three remaining states will win what men's legs were called in the 40s, the thin majority. First, we go to Arizona, the Home Depot state. Democratic astronaut Mike Kelly is up five points over the Trump-endorsed Republican 36-year-old venture capitalist with three kids whose wife wears big hats. I can relate to him because his wife wears big hats. I can see why this one is close. Psych. In Nevada, a Republican whose last name sounds like a generic way to relieve constipation, Adam Laxalt, leads by nearly three points with three-fourths of the vote in. But Dems are betting on the late-counted mail-in ballots from Las Vegas to help Democratic Latin magician Catherine Cortez Masto pull out the win from a hat. If Democrats win both the states in question, the Georgia runoff between Democrat Raphael Warnock and Republican Herschel Walker will be immaterial. Walker's response to being asked what he thought about the runoff was to yell, I ain't run off from no kids. Those kids ain't mine. My wives be lying. The runoff is a result of Warnock not winning by enough votes, in part from Chase Oliver, the libertarian candidate who took 2.1% of the vote. Chase Oliver isn't your typical libertarian candidate. While he did run his campaign out of a basement, it was remarkably from his own basement and not from his step-parents. Oliver doesn't feel bad about subjecting Georgia to weeks of advertising funded by national campaigns. He said it's not my fault. If we voted on a ranked system, we wouldn't be in this mess. Dear God, I'm starting to think this third-party candidate has some good ideas. Not today, Satan! Fox News anchors continue to feel the heat of confusion with an entire panel of dorks, including Karl Rove, all looking at their phones for several minutes of airtime yesterday. They say they were checking their personal sources, which is just general Twitter. In world news, the theme of the week is dumbfounded surrenders. Putin's supporters are dumbfounded by his latest move to surrender Kherson in southern Ukraine. And Facebook surrendered 11,000 jobs this week, citing bad decisions by its dumb founder. Elon Musk announced the end of working from home for the Twitter employees that are left, giving parents time to Febreze their adult children's home office chairs. Oh, don't don't sit there. That's Kyle's seat. That's Ky- Don't. I wouldn't sit there. That's, what the, that's Kyle sits there. In Florida. Yes, Jack? What are you doing? I'm dizzy. You s- what? I said candy. Okay, I'll be done in a minute. Okay. Don't listen to this part. In Florida, Trump has already begun his attacks on Ron DeSanctimonious and has sent out emails teasing a big announcement on November 15th. Of course, he's announced a big announcement before, and it was just the release of signed golf balls from him and his two goofball sons. It takes both the sons to sign Trump's balls, one to smooth his balls out, and the other to look him in the eyes to make sure he's flaccid. So now, America, we must do what we do best when it comes to climate change and racial justice. Wait and see what happens. That's our show this morning, and thank you for taking your mornings to the max.